Before we begin, you may have noticed a bunch of repeat postings of previous episodes. The issue that has been plaguing us has been corrected, and in order to test that, we had to repost. It looks sloppy, but I don't want to delete them as they've received views. Thanks for your patience, and now everyone should be able to enjoy the shows on their desktops and laptops. Hopefully, it's the last of the glitches. Welcome to Norm Nathan's Vault of Silliness and our very own October Surprise. Or should I say, Vault-tober Surprise. The family and I have caught the vid. For three of us, it's round two. For the other two, it's their first time. We all ended up with what amounts to a bad head chest cold. That's not the surprise, though. Because of feeling under the weather... We are just going to start this episode and let it fly. I can tell you it's a Norm Nathan Show dumb birthday game Norm Nathan Show from October 16th, 1993. As for who's playing and all those other details, we're going to find out together. And based on the notes on the cassette, the surprise continues after the show. Episode 108, The Vault-tober Surprise, begins now. <coughs> <laughs> I'm all right. I'm I'm all right. Religion. Specifically, I think music helps both in math and English skills. And I was wanting to get what the actual research was down in black and white and how long a study this was and how mm -hmm. accurate it might be. It's the University of California at Irvine, so yeah. probably right. I, I think they're pretty reputable. Yeah. So, thank uh, you, you very uh, much. Let, me, let me ask you a question, Betty. Yes. Are you familiar with Delta Kappa Gamma, a, a teacher's uh, society, an honorary teacher's group? Uh, I think I belonged to it when I graduated from college many, many years. Oh, because this is composed of uh, people, women. I guess it is women, it's not men, but women who are teachers have been teachers and so on. Uh, not, not students, but teachers. No, it's a, I'm sorry. It's a group I, I spoke to in uh, Woburn at the Radisson Boston North. It's got a hotel. It's got a long name. Yeah. That's the one right on 128. Yeah, it's, it's right off 128 uh, in like Woburn. About how long ago were you talking? I talked uh, like uh, Thursday night. Oh, that's recent. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, Within I, the past 48 you know, hours. All of these things cost money if you want to keep up with them. <laughs> no, these were, these were, it, we had about 60 women there, and, yeah. uh, and they were, there were young women and older women, some retired, right. some some just beginning teaching. And you had, you, you had to have certain, uh, uh, you know, when you graduated from college, you had to have a certain uh, uh, pretty high standing. Yeah, I think, I think the only, the only way you could get into this group is if you're, if you're recommended by a member. Right. So I guess the standards are, are kind of kind of strict. Or if you know somebody. Or if you know somebody. Uh, or if you're willing to sit there while like some ginkhead like me gives a speech. Right. <laughs> they, yeah. I felt so inferior to I, all I, of them. I, I'm curious, what topic did you talk about to them? Uh, it was a broadcaster's uh, a lighter look at education. Yeah. From a broadcaster's. Well, that was the that, from then on we took off on anything yeah. anything they would sit still for. Yeah. Well, you know. We take a pretty hard rap these days. We're being blamed for everything. I know it. I know it. Well, you're not all, you're not alone. I think labor in general, workers, are taking a rap for everything, and uh, the economy is bad. And the first people to be affected by it are are just the average working person who gets uh, 
he's the one who gets or she gets gets the one that gets laid off as the companies uh, try to downgrade their payroll and all that I, kind of I stuff. I wasn't talking of, uh, in that direction. Well, I'm I know I know what you, I know what you, I know what you're saying. I'm uh, saying that you know, like like Boston's having so much crime, so it must be the teachers' fault, and uh, or the scores are going down, so it's the teachers' fault, or the kids are. Uh, whatever, it's got to be the teacher's fault. And what people don't realize, and this is accurate statistics, teachers only see the kids 14% of their waking hours over a year's time. And we can't perform miracles in 14% of the time when there are other pressures during that rest of time. <laughs> well, I think I think uh, many parents ask too much of schools. I think you're right in the sense that the, you know the, the schools will take care of, teachers will will take care of my you know, and, and they they don't seem to feel that they have any obligation to the kids themselves when they really have the most obligation of all. And you can't ask schools to do all of it. No, well, so I agree. I agree with you. Unfortunately, no. You realize what percentage of kids are living in single parent homes that their mothers are trying to be the breadwinner as well as the mother and there aren't extended families like there used to be to cover the the holes when the kids die. And they're they're going home and they're watching you know what on cable and that's teaching them you think you think that uh, television has a great influence violence on television influences kids that kind of thing uh, I think that whatever kids hear is a teaching influence yeah. by the way I'm very proud of the uh, Harvard community health little bits have you paid attention to them these little bits on on anti-violence have you heard it uh, yes. Uh, I mean, I think that, you know, it's just little bits, but if the kids hear those, how to cope with, a, you know, a situation, it gives them some skills that they can use instead of hitting each other or, worse yet, taking out a knife or uh, having to feel like I got to have a gun. <laughs> no, okay, I, I got to get going because we're, we're yeah, kind of behind. I, I, I didn't mean to. No, no, no. You you took it very wisely, and I uh, appreciate talking with you. A very interesting uh, lady, and I, and I thank you very much for the call, Betty. Okay, nighty night. Nighty night now. If you suffer from motion sickness, listen to Arlene Trigg. I think they're going to get them. There's yeah. a possibility that some of them could be prevailed. Mm. prevailed. Sounds exciting. I think I'm having it's an orgasm. It's going to be a grand one, and a date from 1849. Okay, thank you very much. Appreciate knowing about that, Joe. Let's talk with the Don in Sudbury. Hi, Don. Hi, Norm. How are you tonight? I'm, I'm doing just fine. Well, I don't know if I'm doing fine. I'm feeling fine. Uh, I was driving home from work, and I heard the fellow talking about feet. And, uh, oh, you can bring an answer to that. Major then. mud. And uh, I'm, I'm positive of my information that uh, feet and major mud were the same, same character. I mean, they were the same man. Oh, really? Yeah. The, the fellow that played Major Mudd, I don't know his name. His name was uh, Ed, 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 Mc, Ed McDonald or Ed O'Donnell. Yeah, I, yeah I forgot he definitely, which. definitely, definitely played Feep. And because uh, I, was, I was a big fan of Feep. And the, 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 
movie show that he was talking about wasn't the creature double feature. It was called Phantasmic Features. <laughs> okay. Uh, That's great. Yeah, I, I and he also, so very few people know this, he also did a, a Saturday morning show where he did jungle movies. And he was a... Um, <laughs> the same guy, and he did. He, I don't know what his character was called because I never used to watch it, but uh, I didn't like that character that as much as Thiep. And but it was a, you know, he was like a jungle, a colonel type with a mustache and one of those jungle hats. And he, he <laughs> I can see uh, him with, as that. Different part. little vignettes after every commercial, and yeah. the, the guy just came up every week with three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different vignettes that were hilarious. Yeah, he was. He was a very. Did you watch him as Major Mud too? Well, he did Major Mud for the kids, I think, and he did this fantastic features. I think he meant it for an older teenage audience, okay. which, which I was at the time. Okay, you know, it's it's kind of funny you mentioned that, and television was kind of fun in those days. You know, <clears throat> people weren't. I guess they weren't worried about people getting nine thousand channels on cable and all yeah. that. And so they were willing to take chances, and as a result, some some really interesting programs were born, and now station people are so conservative about it because they're afraid yeah. to take a chance about anything, and we've lost a lot of the funny things that you're talking about. Yeah, oh, Feep was a blast. I, I loved Feep. And I just found it very funny that the guy the guy brought up Feep uh, and Major Mud, not knowing that they were the, really the same person. No, I didn't realize that either. No. So you have put things in perspective, Don, and I appreciate it very, very much. Very good. Thanks a lot for the call. Bye-bye. Yep. Okay, we'll play the dumb birthday game in just two minutes and uh, seven and a half seconds. Or so. Can you really afford the cost of a home security system? Okay, we are going to play the dumb birthday game, and we're just so darn excited about that. And the idea is that I'll tell you who's born on October 16th, which is this very day, and you tell me how old you think that person is. Uh, and we may actually borrow some, some uh, birthdays from October 18th, which is Monday, because there aren't too, not a whole lot of really well-known people were born in October, at least that's part of it. Anyway, let me introduce you to members of the panel, like uh, Claudette from Dorchester. Hi, Claudette. Good morning, Norm. It's nice to have you playing the game with us. I'm just so darn excited. Are you? Yeah, I am as well. Imagine the adrenaline is beginning to flow as the game is beginning to be played. And you know that. <laughs> okay. We have we have our friend Greeny back with us. Good morning. Good morning. Greeny is uh, in Amsterdam, New York. And... Uh, and Norma, who is in far off exotic North End. Good land. morning. What a pleasant voice to call out again, Gossip. Why, thank you. Beautiful. Well, hello there. <laughs> okay. Nice. And we have, of course, Tony Nesbitt is uh, with us uh, playing the game this morning. Hi. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, my, oh, oh, my wow. goodness. Oh, whoopee. My. Oh, whoopee do. Yay, yay. <laughs> Why? Hi, baby. I feel kind of lusty. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Feeling lusty, looking rusty. L okay. Okay. Hey, uh, let's see. Let's. Uh, oh, and Jack Hart. Hi, Jack. Hello. Hello. Well, I, perhaps we can all talk in this tone and drive the listeners just out, out of their mind with lust. Hyperventilate by the end of the game. Yeah. Uh, Jack, I understand that uh, mm -hmm. October 
15th. Is it, it was your birthday? Oh, yeah. Happy, yeah, happy yeah. birthday. Well, thank you very much. Happy, happy birthday happy to you. Birthday. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. You know, Jack, uh, yeah. that your mom called me tonight. Is that right? Yes, yeah, she did. Yeah, why? What, what did she call you about? She wanted to remind me that it was your birthday, and I was way ahead of her. Oh, I so thought I maybe told she owed you money. <laughs> <laughs> no, she didn't bring that up. She no. forgot about that completely. But I just oh. wanted you to know that your mom called me tonight. Oh, well. well hello, Mom. Well, she's, and she'd like you to, you know, to pick up some bread and milk on the, <laughs> yeah, on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I see. She called to say we're out of eggs. Yeah, and don't forget that tomorrow we're having a big party at the Pootie Pie Club for you. Oh, that, uh, I'll yeah. certainly be there. I know you will. I just wanted to let the you know. Bib and Tucker. Yes. Did you get Did you get any gifts or a birthday cake or anybody, any kind of an official observance of this momentous day? I got coal. Okay. Coal in I got your a stocking. Coal, yeah, yeah. And then I put my stocking on and I'm walking around with a limp. <laughs> I see. Obviously, I see. he didn't get a, a didn't, humor transplant. No, no, I, well, yeah, he didn't get a book yeah. of good jokes. No, he's I, got the I, same I, old cockamamie joke. <laughs> I did get some very pleasant, yeah. some some. I, I did get some very nice things. Did you? Did you yeah. get like a bottle of perfume or anything like that? <laughs> some roses. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, no, I, I got some, uh, some, some bread from, uh, some bread and fruit from a family member. And were you ill, or is it just your birthday? <laughs> <laughs> some bread and fruit is good. I got some flowers shaped like a horseshoe. For the, <laughs> for the man who has everything. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good luck. Yeah. We also congratulations. I don't know what for, but. <laughs> Uh, also, we have with us Mike Epstein, uh, uh, first class producer here at WBs. We got three producers. Yeah, we have three. Yay, They're nice. just all over the place. Yeah, I know it. You know, uh, <laughs> coming out of the woodwork. Jeff. I imagine da David Brednar is probably so envious. I've got he's got one <laughs> producer. I mean, he's got Tony Nesbitt, who's no, a good producer. But David, I've got three. David has two producers. Two producers. Well, Kevin Myron. He has, he has the services of, of the lovely Kevin Myron. Oh, that's true. Uh, yeah. During the day. He gets all those guests that uh, David yeah. occasionally lets speak a few words <laughs> on occasion when he doesn't feel like speaking himself. Uh, Are those the ones? Uh, 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 yes. Yeah. I'm sorry, but... Uh, Kevin's but he, job is easy, you can see. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Uh, you won't have to say very much because David pretty much carries it himself. But you can sit there and nod. That'll be nice. Uh, <clears throat> just any, nod loudly so people know you're nodding. That's right, too. Yeah, and tell David I said that about him, too, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Sid Whitaker is with us, one of our new new, uh, new members. That's right. Yes, I, I only welcome, said... Welcome, Sid. What, what did you say? Oh, welcome, Sid. I thought you said walking. Yeah, I thought that. It's walking Sid. Walking Sid, yeah. Yeah. I've seen those in the jungles of Borneo, you yeah. know. <laughs> the old walking Sids. species. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, I see we're all here. <laughs> in its real form, mind you. Except David Bredner, who's now talking in his sleep. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's uh, let, here. Here are some of the people born on this day. This is a uh, Saturday, of course, October sixteenth, and it's the birthday of Angela Lansbury. I will give you a little background on her, so that uh, there may be a clue in there. Okay, and then you may speak. <laughs> <laughs> then again, I may pull a, a, a bread noy onion. Just keep right talking through everything. You know how long that takes to heal when that happens. Was yeah. it pulling a bread noise? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I did that, that once really when I was in you. high school. No, you were limp for a month uh, after that. Oh, yeah. Worse than coal in your stomach. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, born Angela Bridget Lansbury in London, England. Your real name. Wow. Oh, that Angela Bridget Lansbury. Yeah, that's her real name. Uh, a three-time Oscar nominee. She's been active on Broadway <laughs> since 1966. 
and has won three Tonys. She stars. <laughs> That's right, Tony Nesbitt. I didn't uh, know they had a raffle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, they did. Yeah. yeah. She won him. I don't know whether she won him three times or there were three different Tonys. Whatever it was, she's so grateful for it. I have him, no comments. Okay, she stars on CBS TV's In Murder, she wrote, of course. And she's been married to Agent Peter Shaw since 1949. What? Agent? A an agent, Peter Shaw. And what kind of agent? Secret. Yeah, I mean, a secret agent. I would I would think a theatrical agent is okay. what my guess. Uh, since 1949. He's an insurance agent. Wow. He might yeah. be an insurance agent. <laughs> or is that his first name? <laughs> agent Peter Shaw. A agent Peter Shaw, like uh, James Norman Nathan. It's going to be a new name. <laughs> I was thinking like uh, uh, Major Bose, you know, the old guy who used to conduct the. You're all too young to remember that. That's the problem. I think I made a lot of speakers. No, he uh, he had a, he had an amateur radio show. I mean, his his show was he was not amateur. But, I mean, he <laughs> had amateur. Although he sounded amateurish, he would have guests on. Whatever you know, happened to the Ted Mac amateur hour. The Ted Mac amateur ended when Ted Mac. Oh, died. Oh, I yeah, I figured, what's the sense? <laughs> no, actually, Ted Mack actually worked with Major Bose. That's true, he did. And then he he, he established his own amateur show in the early days of television. You I know love, all that, don't you? I love you? the way we get from Angela Lansbury to Major Bose, and we start getting it. I know it. Okay, Angela Lansbury, we're going to start with you, Claudette. All right, I'll say That's a beautiful name. I love right, Claudette. Thank you. I'll say she's uh, roughly 76. That's the spirit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Greeny, what do you think? I'd say about oh, 72. And uh, Norma? I'm going to say 64. 64. Okay, Tony, what do you think? Six, 68. 68. Okay, and uh, the birthday boy, Jack oh. Hart? Uh, I'll, I'll say 72. 72. Okay. And uh, Mike? One hundred seven. <laughs> oh, cut that out. Uh, 70, 72 sounds like a very good age. Seventy-two sounds like an excellent age. I hope I get there. Oh, yeah, I hope I do too. <laughs> <laughs> I may even get there before you do, and uh, you can take you can take bets on that uh, to be the fact. I don't know what that means at all. <laughs> Sid Whitaker, who's, who who will be seventy-two years uh, of age in only. Uh, Something like 68 years from now. <laughs> how, how old do you think Angela Lansbury is? I'll say she's 69, Norm. Oh. 69, okay. 69, yes. And that's the way he said it. 69, Norm. Because he's been going around calling me Sir Mr. Nathan and oh, yeah. stuff, yeah. And I said, call me by my first name. But when he says it, it still sounds like my last name. Uh, she's uh, 69, Norm. That always sounds like it. Anyway. She's actually 68. And did you know that, Tony? Because you hit it right on the button. No. You, that was what, a what am I getting? Am I getting the third degree right now? Have you My noticed that, guess? Tony? What? Mm -hmm. that every every time you or I get one of these correct. Yeah. And God forbid we get two or three of these correct. <laughs> oh, no, they're cheating. Immediately. It's the they're first birthday of the game. They're looking the bases or something. Uh. They've got the... Oh, don't be a bunch of sore heads. <laughs> Come on. How about, uh, how about Suzanne Summers? How about her? Mm, okay, she's from San Bruno, California. Of course, from Three's Company. She was Chrissy. San Bruno? Was there a St. Bruno at one time? Well, apparently there was. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, he was the saint, <laughs> as I recall, of uh, WBZ producers. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's the sheriff. What? What does that say? Oh, the, the TV show. Oh, is that the name of a TV show? She's the sheriff. Yeah, I think it is, as a matter yeah. of fact. Yeah, and step-by-step -step TV series, and she's a published poet. I didn't know she was a poet, too. And she does that wacky thing with the um, leg stretcher. The thigh mask. Thigh mask. Oh, that's yeah. right, yeah. yeah. Yes. I love those commercials. Uh -huh. They were, they were kind of nice. Why have I reincarnated? I want to come back as a thigh mask. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. You too, huh, Norma? You want, me, as, no. you want to come back as a <laughs> Well, guys must use that, too, don't they? I mean, guys must oh, use Oh, I changed that. my mind then. Wait a I minute. I want to be squeezed <laughs> in somebody's arms. You want to come back as what? I want to be squeezed in somebody's arms. Oh, you you could do that. Yeah, you hopeless romantic. You devil, you saucy wench. <laughs> they got an arm there. <laughs> now they used, actually, they use the thigh master on the arms, too. They absolutely do. Yeah. Well, then you can use it on me uh, with your... That's for people who walk on their hands. <laughs> okay, Susan. We're going to start with uh, Sid Whitaker on this. And uh, uh, how old do you think Suzanne Summers is, uh, Sid? Ooh, I'll say she's... Uh, I'll say she's 33. Uh -huh. 30, 33. Okay. Well, from where he's... He just, he, just, yeah. he just hopes she's listening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was just that's when you're only when you're only about eight years old. Anybody over ten that's seems right. like a very old person. I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to laugh. I just <laughs> I forgot how no. young you are. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. Ma Mike, how old do you think? Um, Suzanne Summers, I think, is no spring chicken, but she's still a very mm. lovely lady. She'll be at that Topsfield thing, by the way. Do you know? <laughs> no. Some of the other where the, where the chickens are so rare, they're alive. Don't Thank tell you Frank Perdue, he'll be down there in a the moment. Um, I'm going to say she's 39 by now. Uh, excuse yeah, me, excuse me, you know, did he say 39? Yeah, he would. <laughs> okay. Well. There was a guy, remember the show I was talking about, the Portland, uh, from Boston to Portland, the Fred Allen thing at the mm -hmm. Lyric stage. Yeah. There's a guy that does a Jack Benny, which he's kind of funny. You know, <laughs> but he's not as good as I would have been. You see, but they didn't, you know, you ask down. me. You turned it down. Well, yes, I, I, well, yes, I am terribly busy <laughs> doing the dumb birthday game. Let me keep you really going, because I have to research all these birthdays. You could be coming up for encores right now on stage. And, no, no, I wasn't. No, right now, that's right. Right now, there'd be women hanging around my dressing room. That's right. <laughs> Who needs that? And we can't have that kind of... Okay, oh, sure oh, with, sure oh, with subpoenas in their hands. I'm sorry. Oh, I yeah, hope so. Came. I hope so. Even that would be fun. <laughs> uh, Jack Hart, what do you say? Oh, how old, you know, is uh, Suzanne <laughs> Summers, you see? Uh, let's you see. Know, you see. I don't know. <laughs> oh, she's going to be 46. Ah. Okay. Yeah. 46. Yeah. Okay. And uh, what do you say, Tony? Uh, sadly enough. <laughs> And I, I just couldn't believe this, which I'm admitting to knowing the answer. So you want to save me for the end? No. Okay. You, you know you know exactly yeah. how old you are. No, no, say it. That's okay. I was shocked. 47. <gasps> 47. You can't believe it. You think she's in the uh, 
kind of the winter of uh, her, her career. No, I, well, you know what it is? She's, she doesn't look 47. Not at all. That's why. And when I said, wow, she really is 47. That, that's well, Goldie Master, Hawn I, is 47. Who is? Goldie Hawn. That's right, too. See, there's someone who doesn't look at either. They, I wonder if they both used to. It must master. have been that year. <laughs> what year was that? 47 years ago was what? 47 years. It must 19, be somewhere uh, around 1946. 1946. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, we all are a bunch of mathematicians, we producers. Yeah. This is the kind of provocative discussions they ought to have during the daytime. <laughs> when more people could be awake to hear it. This is New England business. Yeah, I can be <laughs> Gary LaPierre. That could be the MC. WBZ. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Norma, what do you say? How old is uh, Suzanne Summers? I say 47 isn't so old. My son is that age. Come on, sister. <laughs> Gee, Norma, I thought you were only 47. <laughs> no, no, a lot more than that. I'm going to say 39. 49? 39. Oh, thir are you going to say 39? Same as, same as... 47 might be right, but boy, that's hard to believe. Okay, but you're going to guess the same as uh, what Mike said. Norma, Norma I, I appreciate you sticking by me, but can I tell you something? Probably I, wrong. <laughs> you are. We both are wrong. If I if, if I had been after Tony and I had heard him say, I know the answer, I think I would have gone with him. That's just me. Tony, <laughs> but I would have right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Sometimes he sounds very sure and he's wrong. Well, you know, that's what, that could be. No, that's no, that's the idea. It's, you see, whether you see if you can fake him out. It's all strategy. Absolutely. Greeny, what do you say? I'll say forty-five. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Tony, I hope you're right on this. So do I. <clears throat> Claudette, what yeah. do you say? Come on, Claudette. Claudette. Uh, forty-eight. Oh. Forty-eight. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, many of you sort of hung around that same age. No, Tony is right. She is forty-seven. Oh You know, no, you had to know that. That was I did. No, I did. I really did. I did. Admitted it. Oh, that's right. He said that, didn't he? That's right. He said that. Oh yeah, he did. And everyone still didn't. That's right. Yeah. Nobody believes anybody at this point. I heard you do that before, Tony. Yeah. But see, you figure if he's in the broadcasting business, he's never telling the truth. No, this is true. And I've had great mentors. Great. That's right. Well, thanks a lot. Bob Weir, W-E-I-R, oh, he's with the Grateful Dead. One of my favorite men. Okay, he's a guitarist with the Grateful Dead. I don't know Okay. So we'll start with you in that case, Norma. Uh, how old do you, how old you see Bob Weir? Well, you know the Grateful Dead. They were just at, at, at the North Station, the Boston Garden, a few weeks ago. About a week or two ago. I know. I've tried to get through them a couple of times in the traffic. That's right. And all the... Uh, the, the kids were hanging around outside, big mobs outside as well as in the garden. Oh, they sold out six from nights. Early morning. Yeah. 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 I'm going to say around 47. 47. I know they're old. They were around before. See, now you, you, you're you using very good logic. Well, you're figuring that out. You're okay. That's very good, Norma. <laughs> Probably wrong. Well, I'm not I'm saying it's correct. I'm glad you have Bob Raleigh's father. No, no. <laughs> I don't have Bob Raleigh's anything. Thank goodness. Yeah. Claudette, what do you say? I'll say fifty. Fifty. Yes. Okay. And Mike Epstein, what do you yes. say? Yes. Mike Epstein at front and center. I'm gonna say fifty sounds good. Fifty. Okay. And uh Jack? Fifty one. Fifty one. 
I think Jack's story. <laughs> and I was going to say 51, but I, I, that moment of indecision. There can't be no moments of indecision. We're in battle, man. Indecision one second and our entire troop gets wiped out. That was that we still on the that was I don't even know what's happening here. Uh, Sid, <laughs> Sid Whitaker, what do you think? Oh, I guess I'll, I'll say he's 52. 52. 52. Uh, okay. And uh, Tony? Hmm. Hmm. I wonder. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> where or where? Where do you suppose they buried the treasure? We'll find <laughs> out right after this commercial message. <laughs> Why did I say that? <laughs> Thank okay. you. Give me a moment to think uh, about right. it. Bob Weir. Uh, uh, that's like Weir's Beach up in New Hampshire. Exactly. Yeah. Spelled the same, same way. Same way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Only, just... only you dropped the last S for savings. I listen to too many commercials. Wow. <laughs> Have you noticed how many mattresses they're selling? These what is happening to this country? I don't remember. <laughs> they go through mattresses uh, like uh, oh <laughs> no! But why suddenly is there a whole big deal about mattresses? Well, I guess, you, know, you want me to get the guy? No, people, get people, on the show. Maybe so. People are in business selling only mattresses. That. I, I suppose there's, there's big money in mattresses. So or, there must be. I mean, then now there's that uh, 1-800 number that we have. There, there's um, a whole bunch of discount mattress places that we have. People must need new mattresses. Well, it must know, be I, the I baby saw, boomers. The I baby boomers probably wore out the old mattress. You know, this is, I, I, I saw a show where one day this week. It's becoming a national obsession. As uh, a matter of fact, uh, it was one of the uh, daytime talk shows. They had people who buy lots of mattresses on. Isn't that incredible? One well, guy I, sleeps on 18 mattresses. 18, 18 so mattresses. high, his, his, yeah, his nose presses up against the ceiling. It came to a hair. Yeah. Well, no. what I've heard is that these mattress places are now becoming the hot spot for singles. If you want to find that thing, you know that? It's true, though. Yeah. It actually, I think it, yeah, Letterman, girl, wake Letterman, up and smell the coffee. Letterman did a skit one night. He had his car phone, and he called up, and he ordered a mattress, and they had to film the whole thing. Sure. He put it out there on his car and he drove off with this. <laughs> Just like that. Sure, you get the mattress and a date. Eliminate dinner with a movie travel. and you're all set. Yeah. 18 yeah. <laughs> mattresses. I pity the guy who falls out of bed. <laughs> 46, I'll say, Norm. Oh. Okay. 46, okay. The age of, we're guessing the age yeah, of Bob Weir. Yeah, he's a little young, but I don't think he's into the 50 yet. I don't know. What do you think, Grainy? I'll say 46, too. You'll say 46, too, because he picked it the last time. He figured he's probably got it again, huh? By the way, Norm. Yes. I hate to, I, I'm not, we're obviously past the time. I, I wonder Oops. if we're going to go to the network at 3.30. No, we're not. I guess we're not. No, I made up my mind a long Very time ago. Idea. Like the, two days ago, I made I, up I, my I, mind I, of that. <laughs> I meant to send you a memo. I must have gotten it, and I just misplaced it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, actually, Bob, where is 44? Oh, so Greeny. Oh wow, another one. Greeny said forty-six, so she came the closest. Wow. Oh, wait a minute. I said, oh wait a minute. You said forty-four, a forty-six also. That's right. So we get two winners. That's right. You you got about eleven when he yeah when they started. Yeah. Out. Tony's Tony's got three out of three, and Greeny's got one, and the rest of you have nothing. You have Next nothing. Next time I want to be called after Tony. <laughs> okay, we'll do that. David Zucker, remember from Airplane and all that, the Zucker and the Abrams? Oh, yeah, and the, the, the Zucker twins. The Zucker, the Zucker, Zucker brothers, yeah, and the and the Abrams and stuff. 
Let me see what I can tell you about the Zucker. Zucker, Zucker, or Zucker. Could be Zucker. Film producer David Zucker from Whitefish Bay, Wisconsin. In fact, they had a they had some some uh, theater experience in White in in Wisconsin. I think in Milwaukee before they went on to Hollywood, scraped together a few pennies here. They had put out a sample film, that is a sample small part of a film, right, right. and then got financing for the entire film. And I, and I think uh, the first one was uh, Kentucky Fried Movie. Kentucky, Kentucky Fried, Fried, Fried Movie. Yeah. Then they did Airplane. Was the second one after I that, think so, yeah. which was had to be one of the really funniest movies I think ever. A, a very funny. Anyway. Uh, best known for movies or Airplane, or Ruthless People, and the Naked Gun films. That's, uh, they were responsible for Police Squad, though, too, on TV, before Naked Gun went to the movies, didn't they? No, I don't think so. I they think they just the took the name. Police Squad and TV or No, they took, the they took the name no, Police, Police Squad. Squad. I think they did a takeoff on Police Squad, yeah. but that was not their show. No. Uh, he, it, oh, he started Kentucky Fried Theater in oh, Madison, Wisconsin, not what I said. I thought it was Milwaukee. Madison, Wisconsin. Pardon me? It was a good story anyway. Yes, whether it was it was yeah. Well, I interviewed uh, Zucker and the and the two brothers, Abrams brothers, <clears throat> at one when they were just putting out the Kentucky Fried movie, and they just they were an interesting pair. And as a matter of fact, they had a party at their house one night. I I, I don't know why I don't do these kind of things anymore, <gasps> but I, but I I talked to them on the phone and they said uh, uh, we have a, the, the, they just tried to put out airplane, and they said. Uh, Robert Stack is here. Do you want to talk to him? So he came on the line, too. So I kind of feel like I know the family just so well <laughs> that I think if they ever have a bar mitzvah, I'm going to go there with my yarmulke. One, Thank of, the, you. one of the eight you've collected over the years. That's right. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, Kentucky Fried Theater was started in Madison, Wisconsin. Then he moved to Los Angeles. Now, the rest of what I told you is correct. I should explain what I just said about the eight yarmulkes that you... That you've called oh, it over the oh, years. The, hair, just, the little uh, yeah. skull caps you wear. Norm admitted to me during one of the breaks that uh, he kind of forgets to return them after. Yeah, when you go to a funeral. I think of, everyone does. I think they do, yeah. How many do you have, Mike? I've got at least 17. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you've got the largest collection of Nandover. You can be sure of that. <laughs> and I sure have the larger collection of Middles, and I may be, have the only one. <laughs> I may wear them to town meetings from now on, just to kind of give them some wear. So. Anyway, David Zucker. David Zucker. We're going to start, let's see, let's start with uh, Jack Hart and his orchestra. Ah. Uh, David Zucker. Uh, oh, Kentucky Fry. I should have been doing the math all this time. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't have any dates for Kentucky Fried movie, but perhaps you'll remember the yeah, year that early twenty. It must be. He's got to be... I'd say it came out in 19... I'll tell you when it came out. Because I was saying it was back at the other place there. And I, in about 80, 1980, 1981, somewhere around there. No, yeah, that was about oh, Airplane like, came out about then, didn't it? Yeah, more. We're talking more and more like 1971. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I mean, I was yeah. in grammar school still. Kentucky Fried. Fried must have been the upper 70s, though, don't you think? Uh, the airplane. Uh, I, no, think the, might have been, I think it was the early 70s. Uh, like uh, old. Yeah, 72, 73, 73. 73. Uh, okay. Now, how old, how old would that I'll make? I'll say 1973. <laughs> okay. How old? Uh, how old would you say David Zucker is now that you're really swinging there? Um, he's. Uh, 49. He's 49. Okay. Greeny, what do you say? I'll say 50. 50. And uh, Mike, what would you say? I'd say... 
I was coming. <laughs> I'm redoing the math. Are you having a seizure or anything of that nature? That we should we call the WBZ company the doctor? I'm no, not, in that I'm case, let's that. see if he can go live through it. <laughs> see if he can make. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna say forty-nine. Forty-nine, same as you came up with the same figures Jack had, and only one away from a greedy who said. I was 50. looking on his paper. I see. <laughs> okay, Tony, what do you say? I'm going to say fifty-three. Fifty-three, and Norma, I said I call on you after, after Tony. What do you think? Norm, can I ask a question? Sure. How do you? Re <laughs> I hope you can. How do you recycle an old bra? An old bra? Yeah. Uh, how do you recycle it? You probably have a snappy answer for that, so there's no sense in my guessing. Two uh, yarmulkes with chin straps. <laughs> Two yarmulkes with chin straps. <laughs> I haven't thought about that since I was a kid that you guys brought it back. What, yarmulkes or bras with chin straps? Which either? Two, two yarmulkes with chin straps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's very good. Maybe yeah. the Abrams brothers could wear them, I guess, right? Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm going to say 51. <laughs> I'm sorry, is that the breast size or is that the... Uh... <laughs> Almost. Hey. Almost, not quite. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm so, I, feel, I feel so daring because I've been in a, in a radio so long, you couldn't say things that I'm saying now. So it's like I'm getting that all out of my system. After 50 years, I can finally say these things. Breast, 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 breast. You got away with them 30 years ago. <laughs> oh, I feel just so loose and so wonderful. Okay, what do you think, Claudette? I'll say 54. 54. <laughs> Are you offended by anything I've said, Claudette? No, not at all, Norm. I know. I say it again, Norm. Thank I you, always enjoy you. I appreciate that. You're, you know something, you're Thank okay. Thank you, Claudia. And Sid, what do you say? I'm going to guess he's 52. 52. Okay. Actually, he's uh, 46. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah 46. Wow. Let me see. I, I believe that uh, Jack and Mike came the closest women mm. in 46. They said 49, three years off, and nobody said 50, uh, 49. I mean, I'm sorry, the uh, 43. Okay. It's I funny do... you got them all written down and you're still so confused. I am, really. I am. It's pitiful, isn't it? I'm not, proud, I'm not proud of what I do. read about it in life. got flustered by by the ability to say breasts. Now, see, I think in one of the radio columns next week, you think we'll read that Norm Nathan lost it on the air at 3.45 a.m. by saying breasts over and over again. Over loud in 51. You know, I could get I could get fired. I could quit today. It wouldn't be any matter. I've I've reached the pinnacle. I've said breast on the air. I, I remember I remember uh, I remember when we had a Farlane's commercial at one station I worked at, and uh, they were they had a they had a bra and girdle sale, and I just, I couldn't bring myself to read it. <laughs> my mother's listening. Boy, she'd wash my mouth out with soap. And I had to give it to another announcer. So get on to Jordan's and buy a moon. And here I am saying breast. Oh, God, it feels good. I'm a liberated come man. come a long way, baby. Well, what, did you do? What, did, what did they do in the old days? Like if a butcher was having a sale, would they say they were selling chicken chests? Yes. <laughs> no, I, we we wouldn't name the individual parts of a chicken. We were we had some kind of dignity, you know. And we felt a chicken had some dignity, too. Okay, bosoms. Char you remember Charles Colson? No. 
It's the Watergate. Uh, the Watergate guy, your former president. Yep, former presidential advisor. That's the news guy for you. And That's the news editor, there, Mike yeah. Epstein, picking That's that right. one up. Yeah, he knows. We have nothing well, else to do but pull sound and read about Chuck Colson. Yeah. That's right, Watergate conspirator. <laughs> he's got a whole library. He was. He's from. He's from Boston. You know that. Ooh. He was born in Boston. Uh. He became a born-again Christian after serving 18 months in prison for obstructing justice. Well, that's it's, the place to become a born-again right, Christian. It's, a, it's amazing go. how religion gets to you when you when you hold up on one of those ugly walls. I mean, you don't have any... No, never mind. Is he doing a talk show now? One of them is. I think he's taken over at the old Jim Baker PTL club. And he's now soliciting funds for his next break-in of the Democratic National Party. <laughs> and the rest was history. Oh, okay. Lord. Charles Colson, we're going to start with, uh, let's start with you, Greeny. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say, oh, 60. 60, okay. And, uh, Tony, what do you say? Hmm. Well, Mike, you've seen him. Have you seen him? Yes, I have. Lately? Yes. What's he look like? Uh, he's, Call he, Mike Bird. He's, he's, a, he's gotten a little more rotund around the midsection. Yeah, I'm trying to remember if I've still, seen him. Still, has, still wears his glasses, never went to contacts, although I told him to. Yeah. He's losing what's left of his hair. Okay. And he still is a really bad dresser. Uh, wow, what a pretty picture. <laughs> Sounds you. like you're describing me. Uh, yeah. 67. No, no. <laughs> okay, 60. I'm sorry, I was confused with you, Norm. Wait a minute, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> What no, he was what in the Watergate break in? He was indicted in it. He was He was a religious advisor to yeah. all the presidents. He, he, yeah, he was he was uh, he served eighteen months for Eight, obstructing oh, 18 months okay. for obstructing justice. Eighteen months. But his name was very prominently mentioned during the uh, Watergate trials. Uh sixty three. Sixty three. Sixty one. Sixty two. Sixty one. And there were let wheel stops on. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Sixty-one. Six, Sixty-one. Okay. Uh, what do you think, Jack? Oh, sixty-four. Sixty-four. Okay. And uh, Sid? I'll have to go with sixty-two. You have to, huh? I, I have to. I have okay. no choice. Put that gun away. Okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, Claudette, what do you say? I'll say sixty-four as well. You'll say 64 as well. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, Norma? Mm -hmm. I am old for five, so I might as well just go for 60. 60. Okay. And uh, what do you think, Mike? I think he's 65. 65. Okay. He is 62. Oh, Sid, Sid, Sid Whitaker. Oh. Uh, I guess they're right on the butt. Thank you. You probably want to run down. And actually, uh, Tony's kind of walking away with everything. He's got three correct answers. And one apiece by... Isn't that always the case, though, Mom? Oh, it is. Yeah, we know about Tony. Sure. Yeah, I know. He's under a cloud again, isn't he? Yeah. He's smart. Yeah. He's either oh, smart. Oh, yeah, now she's trying to get on my good uh, side. Smart or... Tony, I was accused of cheating one night with you. You know I don't accuse you of that. I know. Well, you're a cheat. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy, Norma, to accuse you because you do. That's no. why. I wouldn't do that. Anyway. How come I got them all wrong? <laughs> uh, anyway, winning one apiece. Uh, because you don't know the right answers. That would do it. Winning but if I cheat. Oh, shut up, all of you. <laughs> winning one apiece, each a Greeny, a Jack, Mike, and a Sid. So that actually the only two 
who have not wanted, I suppose I should single you out. Claudette. Go yeah, ahead. Claudette and Norma. Go ahead. Yeah, but you're both just so darn adorable. What the heck? Let me, <laughs> let me give you one or two names from uh, of people who were born on October 18th, which is Monday, uh, who, kind, who are kind of interesting, like George C. Scott, the actor. Hmm. Oh, George, boy. George C. Scott. I'll give, I'll give you a little background on him. He's from Virginia. Wise Virginia. He's been married five times, twice to Colleen Dewhurst. She just died, I guess, within the past year. She was a fine actress. Very good. And a, a nice lady. I interviewed her at the Copley Plaza Hotel in her room. Oh, really? Oh, well. Ben, 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 ben uh, there was the other guy. He was, they were both in here for a play. The Ben Gazzara was also there. So there were the three of us. Right oh. Whoa. Uh, no, Whoa. Whoa. Uh, that's pretty he heavy stuff. You lived you know, the life. No, but I, because they were they're both, well, Ben is still alive and a fine actor. He's taking it so seriously, and I'm making scandalous references to all three of you in the hotel room. Jeez. Wow. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's well, what I'm saying. I, oh, it was just wonderful. Being <laughs> <laughs> so serious. Okay. Okay. It was a very nice you ruining your career, Norm. Okay, he's, anyway, he's been married five times. Yeah. Uh, twice to Colleen Dewhurst. Now, tell the story again. It's almost <laughs> like we've gone through a time warp just now. <laughs> but I'm leading up to the fact that he's been married to Trish Vanderveer since 1972. Oh. Uh, he won an Oscar in 1970 for the film Patton. He appeared in The Last Days of Patton. I, n I don't remember that movie. Do you remember with The Last Days of Patton? Was the, did they do a sequel to Patton? A sequel to Patton? They, it was such a great movie. How could they dare do that? They're doing a sequel to The Graduate or a sequel, <laughs> to, a sequel to Star Wars or something. Yeah, The Graduate. There was a sequel called The Postgraduate, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The alumnus. <laughs> yes, that's right, yes. And he was Mussolini on television. <laughs> Must be a funny thing you guys can say about that. Old he had no place else to stand. Yeah. Did you know that the, that the patent uh, role was, you know, you know, who turned down that patent role before Jersey Scott got it because he seems such a natural to be. Pat. Hold on, let me think about this. Bob, Bob, who do you think? Don Rickles. Don Rickles and Bob Hope. That's right. Uh, Don Rickles was going to be the young. Patton and uh, Bob Hope, the old Patton. No way. But no, instead, no. Of, instead of him standing in front of the flag shouting obscenities, he'd come out and stand there and, and tell real short, bad jokes. That's right. Yeah. 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 And yell at everyone, so, hey, if you're not American, you hockey puck, you know, and it just hits. Yeah. 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 Well, Bob Hope would say, oh, you're saying, hey, this is. Uh, Eisenhower. Oh, what a haircut. Uh, yeah. Oh, he'd say, uh, this is uh, George. Uh, uh, I'm a rank Pat. He's saying, if you don't brush it, Keith with Pepsodent and uh, General, you'll have to take him out private. Him? Can you see him walking out on stage in front of the flag and suddenly you hear, da, 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 da. thanks for the message. Pat walks out on stage. Okay, the patent roll, you haven't told me who you thought turned down the patent roll. Well, I said Don Rickles. But Don Rickles, that's right, you did say it. was Don Lee, Lee Marvin, well, he, he, oh, he would have made sense. Sure. Uh -huh. John, yeah. John Wayne. Oh. Let's catch up the tanks and get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Put them all in a circle and uh, let's go. They got the perfect one to do it. Oh. Oh, George, George, he's got, Rod, Rod, well, any, any, Rod Steiger was another one, and Robert Mitchum, but uh, they couldn't get him to keep his eyes open long enough. <laughs> you know, I have a feeling like he's doing a flag at half-mast imitation. Yeah.
Uh, Robert Mitchum, yeah. He was half smooched. He's half... No, I don't know about that. That may be. He looks it. He looks half He looks it with his eyes half closed. <laughs> okay, that's half that's smooched. okay. I don't think he half can sue smooched. us for that. I think that's going to be a catchphrase for the 90s. What are you, man? I'm, I'm half, half smooched. smooched. What do you get that with a, from a woman with one lip? Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I meant drunk. Oh. Okay, George C. Scott. Yeah. We'll start with you, Claudette. How old do you think George C. Scott will be on Monday, the 18th of October? Oh, Lord. I'll say 80. Oh, 80. Sorry, six <laughs> gasp. <laughs> and what do you think, Grainy? I'll say 76. That's, That's the spirit. spirit. Okay, Elizabeth Green says 76. And Norma says... 72. And uh, Tony? We'll do an averaging thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Huh? Okay. Huh? Okay. Sid, what do you think? I'll have to go with 69. 69. Did you say 69? 69. <laughs> okay. Uh, George C. Scott is actually the exact age Tony Nesbitt said, if you want to draw any conclusions to, yes. to, to Tony and cheating. Mm -hmm. uh, 66 is correct. He's no, I, I knew he was a lot younger than everyone thinks he is. Yeah, he does look older. Doesn't he look yeah. older than I? Than, he looks 66 in Patton, for crying out loud. Yeah, yeah. I, th I think so, yeah. yeah. He's younger than I am. Do yeah. you realize that? Wow. Can you believe that? Look at me. Sure. Look at me. He's look at me. Does do I look younger? For God's sakes, of don't course. I look younger? Of what course. is this? No. Yes, I think my birth certificate is wrong. <laughs> I think it is. I think it was a dirty trick my mother played on me. Well, how old do you feel? About the age I am, actually. <laughs> okay, we're going to get just one more. You've already walked away with everything. What do I have now? Four? You have four correct answers. What do I have? He knows. Well, we were talking about yeah, bras yeah, and stuff. Yeah, that's right. before. I guess we do have the booby prize. <laughs> that's right. Okay, how about, uh, let's see. You and I. You're not going with the chin strap. Size <laughs> <laughs> 51. I can make my own. Yeah. All right, yeah, I'm okay with a kind of, kind of about little, uh, little propeller on top. <laughs> <laughs> Please, yellow. Bright yellow. <laughs> a bright yellow yarmulke. Oh, with some a, okay. from a strip key. Or maybe some Mickey Mouse ears on it. <laughs> well, as long as you keep your head covered, that covers the uh, religious law. Anyway, Pam Dauber. Mindy from Mark and Mindy. Mm, that's yeah. right. That's right. She's co-starred with Pat uh, with Sam, Robert Williams on Mark. What's that, please? My sister Sam. She was in that. Those are other Yes, yeah, she was. Yeah. And also, she is married to actor Mark Harmon. Oh, that's yeah. what she's Yeah, yeah she uh, was born in Detroit, Michigan. By The idea now is to tell how long ago was that. And we'll start with the very lovely Sid Whitaker and his orchestra. What the? Oh, that was my third grade teacher's name, Miss Whitaker. Miss Whitaker? I thought, I thought it was Sid. <laughs> I'm flattered. That was the name of the uh, Carl Reiner character. The last name, anyways. And, and uh, the Russians are coming. The Russians are coming. He was Walt Whitaker. Walt. Remember the Russians would come yeah. in and say, Great movie. Look here, what, uh, Whitaker Walt. Just got, got the name backwards. Oh, it was a funny movie. I, I like that. Anyway, Sid uh, Whitaker, what do you think? Pam Dauber, how old do you think she is? Or uh, will be on Monday, the 18th. Uh, say she's uh, 36. 36. 36. Oh, okay. And Mike, what do you think? I think she's closer to 39. Closer to 39, but no cigar. 
Okay. My imitation is getting worse or worse by the minute. It is really awful, yeah. Wow. yeah. Imitation of who? <laughs> you see what I mean, Dad? Uh, Jack, what do you say? How old is will Pam Darber be on Monday the 18th? Oh, uh, 43. 43. And what do you say, Tony? I don't know. I don't know. I'll write that down. I don't. Apostrophe <laughs> T. <laughs> uh, well, maybe I do. Okay. So we raised that. Okay. I thought she could be 38. But now with Jack saying 43, I'm going to have to say 41. 41, you say. Ah, <laughs> uh, I see. I don't get the logic to that at all, but what the heck. And what do you say, Norma? I'm saying... Ooh, I got two answers. I'm going to say 39. Well, I don't want to go through well that again. Go all out. Please don't. 39. Yeah. I'll just forego my invitation. Go for what, Norm? Now, cut that out. <laughs> uh, Greeny, what do you say? I'm going to say 38. 38. You and Claudette have been unusually quiet this time. Is there anything, uh, any reason for that? Are you just naturally quiet? And you, or do you enjoy the stimulating... Talk that all the rest of us have been engaged I enjoy laughing at everybody else. Oh, what a nice thing to say. You're okay. What about you, Claudette? Because you've been even quieter than Greeny. I'm tired. Are you speaking like Oh, I said I'm tired. I'm fine. Okay. I'm up now. Wow. She nodded in more. She was honest, huh? I thought you were going to say, because we're just so funny. You figured, what's the point of trying to top those witty folks. You might have been laughing so hard you just couldn't catch your breath. thought it was going to be a nice comment like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, but as I'm so, no, tired, I'm so tired I can't, I don't feel like saying anything. Yeah. I'm so tired. What do you say, Pam? I mean, I'm sorry, Claudette. I'll, I'll say uh, I'll say 42. 42, you'll say. Isn't that interesting? That's right on the button. She is, she will be 42. Ooh, so I was like close that. in my reasoning until someone's... Well, you said you said uh, 41. 41. And mm. Jack said 43. You guys wow. were right around that time. Yeah, you were very, very close. Wow. Yeah, but it's 42 is right. And that means that everybody has won except... I'm going to go hang my head in shame. I won't wow. mention any names as to who that person is, even though she is going to hang I her head. I think I got my yamaker on too tight and squishing <laughs> <Yeah>. my brain. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that can be a tough thing. Uh, tight yamaker. The gin strap's too tight. Is the nature's work basket. That's what my, my, my Hungarian gypsy princess grandmother used to say things of that nature. Oh, my. Yeah. I said, no, it's the uh, tight yamoke. It's the devil's workshop, grandmama. And uh, she would say, show me a grandson who speaks back to his grandmother, and I'll show you a purple scarf. <laughs> I said, now you're starting to make sense. Exactly. <laughs> was that, that was about a week before the guys in the white coats came for her, wasn't it? Yeah, she was uh, She was as loony as a loony bird. Yeah, she was. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I want to thank all of you for playing the dumb birthday game. I thought today's game was especially boring. And, uh, it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> hey, Claudette? Yes. At ease now. You can you can lie down and get some sleep. All right, thank you. Norm. Good night, Claudette. Good night, Good night, Good night. Good Hang up the night. phone. Hang up the phone before you do that. Oh, but. I most definitely will. <laughs> <laughs> okay, take care. Bye, bye, Claudette. She sounds like she was just leaning over to hang it up. She's I, right I, there in bed. Know, she might have been. She might have been in bed, ready to drop off to sleep anyway. <laughs> and Greeny. Greeny. Yes. Oh, you are there. Okay. You're tired too, aren't you? No, I'm just sitting here listening. 
Okay, thanks a lot for playing the game with us. Appreciate it. Yes, and good. I appreciate being on. Thank good God night, everybody. Good night, Greeny. Thank God somebody's sitting there listening. <laughs> okay. And Norma, when do you sleep, Norma? You sleep during the daytime? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. No, I do There's the another name for them, you know. What's that? Over the shoulder boulder holders. <laughs> <laughs> I'm missing something here. What, what, what is that all about? Bras for bras. I think that's oh, right. bras. We're back to bras again. Over the shoulder boulder holders. <laughs> hey Norma, thanks for playing the or game and adding some wild ribald humor. Or a stretch, a stretch Cunningham on all the. When family. you're tired, you get silly, Norm. What are you gonna do? I don't know. <laughs> Take care. I had fun. Bye bye. Oh, I, we had fun too. And Jack, again, happy birthday to oh, you. Oh well, yes, thank you very birthday. much. Thank happy you. birthday, happy Jack. Birthday, Jack. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, let's get rid of him. <laughs> he can stand so many things. Use in one sentence. After a while, he gets to drive you know, me before crazy. we sign off, Norm, you do have to say breast one more time. I, I will. I'm, I'm saving it up for just the right moment. Okay. I want to thank you, Mike and uh, Sid and uh, Tony. Thank you, Norm. Thank you, Norm. Thank you, Norm. <laughs> <laughs> Why, I must be Norm. I must be the guy he talked about. Breast. <laughs> this is the most stupid program I think I've ever been part of. It's coming up to news time, and we'll see you in a little bit, so don't go too far away. Hi, everybody. I'm Dave Maynard. Answering the question, will cookbook number three ever be finished? Well, friends, the answer is yes. Beginnings and endings and a whole bunch of breads in the middle with 298 recipes is finally ready and can be yours for the asking. All you have to do is to write to me, Dave Maynard, WBZ Boston, Mass. From ABC News, I'm Bob Aronson. There may be an end to terrorism in the Middle East. At least that's the prediction of one top Arab official. And ABC's Peter Allen Frost in Tel Aviv has the story. A top advisor to PLO chief Yasser Arafat predicts that terrorism will disappear from the Middle East. Mohammed Abbas told Israel Television that past PLO actions against the Israelis were part of a liberation struggle against occupation in which sometimes civilians were injured. He said the PLO had no choice but to carry out these attacks. Abbas said the death of innocent people is not acceptable to anybody and that whoever does such a thing is mistaken. Mohammed Abbas said he hoped there would be no retreat backwards because to do so would be a catastrophe. Peter Allen Frost, ABC News, Tel Aviv. One of the six warships President Clinton has sent to Haiti is already sitting off the coast. The other five are on the way. There's a troop buildup in Guantanamo Naval Base in Cuba. In Miami, there's a call by Haitian activists to keep all Haitian refugees in the U.S. until President Jean-Bertrand Aristide is reinstated. Steve Forrester is an immigration attorney at the Haitian... Thank you, Rod. Those work crews continue on area roadways. This report brought to you by U.S. Air. We've got work crews in the downtown area for anyone traveling uh, between uh, the Logan Airport area and downtown. Inside the Sumner Tunnel, only one lane gets by for a little bit longer. Watch out there. The mass spike heading eastbound from Newton Corner down to almost as far as the Alston Brighton Tolls. More work crews inside the Prudential Tunnel, also on the mass spike eastbound. We've got work crews taking up space till about 6 a.m. Traveling out on Route 128 heading northbound from Route 20 in Waltham up to Route 2 in Lexington. Ongoing construction. I'm Jack Hart, WBZ 24-Hour Traffic Network. The U.S. Air Shuttle is now offering 1,500 miles per flight in U.S. Air's frequent traveler program with reward travel to three... Oh, the sports. Let's see. What did the... You're saying, what did the Boston Bruins do? They tied one-to-one -one against uh, the uh, Anaheim Mighty Ducks. 
One to one. That's the, of course, the Walt Disney team. I, I still, I still can't get used to these new silly names like that. The the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. But that was uh, anyway. Tie score. Well, I'll tell you some more things in just a minute. Bessie Dupree of St. Petersburg, Florida. When's the last time you tried Ovaltine? Every day I have it. Every night. Oh, I love Ovaltine. I've loved it always. I've got a big bottle of chocolate and a big bottle of malt. Classic Ovaltine not only tastes good, it contains 10 essential vitamins and minerals, nutrients your body needs and wants. Ovaltine has a lot of nourishing stuff in it. You'll see all the vitamins is in it. But it's got a, a delightful flavor to me. It's got a very distinct flavor that's delicious. It's a nice drink. Just two glasses of classic Ovaltine and milk provide almost 100% of the recommended daily allowance of B-complex vitamins, A, C, and D, plus other important nutrients the body needs for strong bones, strong teeth, good eyesight, and more. So I eat good food and drink good things, and that's why I'm healthy. I think Ovaltine is a very special drink. I wouldn't take any other brand. That's the truth. Classic Ovaltine. Tastes great, and it's great for you. Available in the nutrition section of Walgreens. If you are money-motivated, ambitious, and you want to become financially independent, listen to this message very carefully. You can become a representative for Primerica Financial Services, a subsidiary of Primerica Corporation, a $40 billion asset company. Work your way up to a branch manager position with high income potential. Ultimately, you will be making and saving the money you only dream possible. Now, for the first time in the Boston area, Primerica is offering a free career open house to be held Saturday, October 23rd at the Somerville Holiday Inn. Call 617-986-1000 to reserve your place at one of two sessions. Come grow with a leading Fortune 500 company. Take the first step to starting your own business and taking control of your future. You have the potential. You just need the tools. Look for Primerica's ad in this Sunday's Herald Classifieds and call 617-986-1000 to attend this free seminar on October 23rd. Primerica Financial Services, because it's your future. Okay, Mr. Announcer, would you introduce me for heaven's sakes? For news all day and talk all night, stay with WBZ Radio. Now, here's WBZ's Norm Nathan. Norm Nathan, he's the talk of the town, lift you up when you're down. Norm Nathan, on WBZ, in Boston. Yes, hello. Let me check the uh, lottery numbers. Yeah, I haven't done that for a while. The uh, Massachusetts Daily Lottery, 3825, and the Mass Millions, 567153643. Bonus number uh, was four. I'll check in a little bit and see whether there are any winners in that case you care, okay? Uh, Tri State Daily, it's 699 and 6484. Cash Lotto in New Hampshire, 2, 3, 19, 24, 26, and 29. Rhode Island Daily, 1, 4, 8, 6. Connecticut Daily, 7, 5, 1, and 4, 5, 5, 2. And the Connecticut Lotto, 8, 12, 27, 34, 42, and 44. 10 after 4. Okay, we'll take some calls right after this. But first. Hi, this is Bill Marlowe. You know, if you're looking for absolutely marvelous food at fantastic prices, then it is time to visit Tommy Floramo's restaurant located between the Mystic Mall and the Stadium at 213 Everett Avenue. It's in Chelsea. 
you'll have superb choices like Steak Diane with the peppers, onions, and mushrooms in that divine orange-flavored Diane sauce, as well as Steak Pizzaiola Maradara in that delicious Cajun steak. Floramos is famous for their marinated and barbecued steak, lamb, pork, and turkey tips, and those turkey tips are out of sight. Tommy Floramos continues to offer lobster seven days a week, and you'll never believe how good lunch can be. Great value-priced lunch specials like the seven-ounce sirloin steak. Look, whether it be for lunch or dinner, you're really missing out if you don't give Tommy Floramo that try. Will you visit them today at 213 Everett Avenue in Chelsea where the parking is free? One bite of the mouth-watering marinated barbecue baby back ribs. You'll be back, honey. Please tell Tommy that Bill Marlowe, the man that sent you in. If you suffer from motion sickness, listen to Linda Kern of Lahaina, Hawaii. I get everything that moves sick. Car, air, boat, you name it. I get disoriented, uh, like a lack of balance. I get nauseated, plus I get a, a sick head. It's time you discovered doctor-recommended Marazine. Marazine tablets take the sickness out of travel, help prevent that queasy, nauseous feeling, help treat the dizziness and sickness motion can cause. And it does the trick for me. I just do not get seasick or air sick or car sick. Couldn't do it without Marazine. It's part of my life when we travel. I can travel now and all the different methods without getting sick. Marazine contains a medically proven ingredient no other leading motion sickness tablet has. And Marazine won't cause the marked drowsiness Dramamine may cause. If you want to travel and feel normal, use Marazine. It's really enabled us to do the kind of traveling we've always wanted to do. Marazine. M-A-R-E-Z-I-N-E. Marazine tablets take the sickness out of travel. Use only as directed. Available at CVS, today's neighborhood drugstore. For the latest on world trouble spots, check in with the WBZ Afternoon News. We've got you covered. What the president's saying in Somalia? It may have been naive for anyone to seriously assert in the beginning that you could go into a, a, a situation as politically and militarily charged as that one. Give people food, turn around and leave and expect everything to be hunky-dory. From Somalia to Haiti, we've got the latest. Plus, AccuWeather every 10 minutes and traffic on the threes. Join us on the BZ Afternoon News on WBZ News Radio 1030. Okay, good morning. How you doing, Generosa? I couldn't be better, Norm. I was, uh, I was thinking to myself, does Norm Nathan need an introduction? I, I think so, yes. Oh, I think he needs a very strong one. Oh, yes. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, I guess no, 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 no. Then I get the wrong answer, eh? Oh, gee. How's everything going? Good. I get the biggest kick out of the, the, the birthday thing. Some morning I'm going to call up and, and join you. Well, that would be nice. We'd love to have you. Yeah, if I can stay awake long enough. No. I love it. I, I get a big kick out of Norma when she gets with uh, Mike and uh, Tony. Was that Tony, too, tonight? That was Tony Nesbitt, yeah, playing yeah. the game with us. How oh, can yeah. I forget his voice? Oh. Yeah. But anyway, it's a lot of fun. Now, before I forget it, I was at the Top Field Fair, and I met a gentleman from uh, Top Field, uh, from uh, Middleton, rather. Yeah. And uh, I'm Mr. Reynolds. Well, I... What his first name is, he served on the... Uh, uh, on the board at one time with uh, with you in, in uh, Middleton. On the board? Or did he work in the schools? Is he an older man? Yes. Would that be Myron? Was that his first? Well, I don't know. I mean, there was a, there was a man who was a, who was a custodian at the school Could be. named Myron Reynolds. Myron Reynolds? Yeah. I don't remember. All I know is that I, I remember the name Reynolds because I was thinking of the cigarette uh, ad, you know, the uh, and that's how that name stuck with me. And I said, I must tell him. 
the next time I think, could be, could be Myron. And here you are coming back to tell me and you can't even remember. Isn't that awful? That is really, that really, that really stinks. Oh, well, that's really cute. After listening to all those commercials before I get on, I says, oh, heavens to bed. I'm not going to say that. Heavens to Betsy. You remember one time you said, you have to say that. It's so well, old. Well, I mean, I just, I, I never heard anybody over the age of eight or ten ever say heavens to Betsy. <laughs> I guess maybe I'd have, maybe a long time ago. Yeah, I know. I know. I can't help it if I date myself. Hey, Norm, today's our uh, uh, bazaar at St. Adelaide's Church. Why, why did I have a feeling that you were going to lead up to that? <laughs> Never mind. Next week is St. Basilio, so there you are. What can I say? I'll, I'll put every, get everybody in there. But I was just thinking I didn't care too much for the weather report today. Well, let's see what it is. Let's see. Today's, let's see. today's weather report for Saturday. Yeah. No, today's weather report's great. Morning fog, uh -huh. then becoming partly sunny and mild. Highs in the mid-60s. Uh, mid oh, that's... Oh, that, can't beat, I, can't I, beat that. Oh, no, that's great. Sunday, Sunday, it's cloudy with showers in the mid-60s, but today, oh. so far, the weather looks good. We'll have the, an update on that at oh. 5 o'clock when the WBZ News staff gets into full swing. Oh, my goodness, we mustn't forget that. Oh, we mustn't forget <laughs> the full swing of the news staff, that's right. You know, right. At, at the end of that promo with you there, that lovely little voice, uh, whose voice is that? That's Linda Chase. Oh. She's the one who sings uh, the, the song. Oh, is she? I was going to ask you that. The next question would have been that, but I love the way she said uh, the end of it. You know, I said, oh, golly, I have to tell, talk about uh, talk. It makes, it's very nice. I really like that, Norm. Yeah, she's very talented. She's yeah, very, she, very talented. Yeah, Dave yeah. Currier, too, will help her out. Oh, Dave Currier yeah, plays. Uh, yeah, oh. He's part of a group. She has a group called Linda's League, although oh. she's doing a solo over at Ken Steakhouse on Route 9 and where's that Framingham or Natick or right on the line in that area yeah, and Wednesday she's there Wednesday through Saturday oh, anybody wants to catch her oh hmm. for heaven's sake that sounds good to me yeah. well listen you have a good day and if you can come down to our uh, bazaar we'd love to have you okay thanks very much Obe. it's yeah. very successful there at Peabody Generosa yeah listen Dallin my love to the girls okay fine thank you bye-bye bye-bye the wheat tea shop at Scotch Pine Farm and Pepperell makes the best scones you've ever tasted all their soups, sandwiches, and desserts are just as good. Many of the recipes have been handed down, and everything is homemade from scratch. Meals are served on thistle china, and tea comes with a tea cozy. It takes a hearty man to put away a bowl of scotch broth and a scone, a real roasted turkey sandwich with cranberry apple salad, homemade apple pie, and a mug of steaming hot coffee. For a more delicate appetite, there's a cup of cockaliki soup or a salad plate and a trifle for dessert. After lunch, browse through the Scottish import shop or the year-round Christmas shop. Scotch Pine Farm is located in Pepperell, just one mile from the town hall on Elm Street. Lunch is from 11 to 3, Wednesday through Saturday. On Sunday, breakfast is from 8 till 2. Breakfast is something else. Fried apples, biscuits, and gravy with homemade sausage. Call 508-433-2758. Scotch Pine Farm in Pepperell. James Rife of Riverdale, Illinois, is telling us about his itchy skin problem. I was flaky skin and uh, redness after scratching. It was irritated, and it, it was, there was some redness to it, but it was just a, a constant itch. But James Rife got relief using Triple Action Gold Bond Medicated Powder. And uh, I, I started using Gold Bond and uh, never had no problems since then. The initial re reaction was it was kind of soothing, and then all of a sudden it, it, it was a cooling effect. And after that, uh, it seemed like the itching disappeared.
Gold Bond's triple action is like three great powders in one. It has the absorbing action of powder, the medicating action of a proven itch fighter, and the drying action of zinc oxide. That's triple action Gold Bond. After using it a few times, I, I've been using it ever since. Gold Bond medicated powder. It stopped the itching. That's the main thing. Gold Bond has did wonders for me. Try Triple Action Gold Bond Medicated Powder. Use only as directed. Available at all Walgreens stores. Paul Grossi of Valley Stream, New York. When's the last time you tried Ovaltine? I just had a cup 20 minutes ago. I just had some lunch and I had a glass of Ovaltine. I have it in my hand right now. And I've been drinking it for years. Classic Ovaltine not only tastes good, it contains 10 essential vitamins and minerals. Nutrients you won't find in Nestle's Quick or Hershey's. Try something that's refreshing and healthy for you at the same time. I would select Ovaltine. In fact, you know, you could have it hot or cold, you could have it with hot milk, or you could have it with cold milk. So it, it makes for a different kind of drink. Just two glasses of classic Ovaltine and milk provide almost 100% of the recommended daily allowance of B-complex vitamins, A, C, and D, plus other important nutrients the body needs for strong bones, strong teeth, good eyesight, and more. I hope more people get exposed to it somehow. Ovaltine's a great drink. That's the real reason I buy it. Great taste, and, and it has nutritional value. Aside from all that, it's also a fun drink. Classic Ovaltine. Tastes great, and it's great for you. Available in the nutrition section of Walgreens. Okay, let's take some more calls. Jim in Detroit. Hi, Jim. Thanks for hanging in there. Hey, Norm, how are you? I'm fine. I hope Listen, you're okay. Listen, I talked to you about three weeks ago. I'm the guy in the theater business. Oh, yes. In Detroit. Yes. And I just want to tell you, it's so great to hear you again. And uh, as usual, I missed out on the dumb birthday game. Oh, you're going to have to wait. I always get home about 3 o'clock, and I can't ever get through. I know. It gets kind of busy about that. Uh, if you could somehow call a bit earlier, uh, we'd love to have you. We'll be doing. We'll be looking for some people again overnight tonight. Yeah, okay. Well, you, what do you mean? You're talking Sunday or uh, talking Saturday into Sunday? Yes, yeah, Saturday into Sunday, right. Okay, well, I'll look forward to that. But uh, listen, I want to ask you one thing, too. Uh, my brother used to live in the Boston area. And, God, if I can remember, I think it was an area called Chestnut Hill. Yes, there is such a place. That's part of... Well, that's that where part he of lived. Brookline or Newton? I always forget which Newton. one. Newton. 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 Okay. That's it. Pretty that's area. It. Yeah, it's a nice area. Yeah, and we used to have a good time coming out there. And one thing i got to say about people in your area that I used to love when I would come out there is when we would take a trip out along the ocean, yes. you could get the lobster and crab rolls. Oh, yeah. And I think those are outrageously good. Yeah, we have, can't get those in the Midwest. I get, that's, one I, thing. that's right. I guess I, no. You, we have some uh, awfully good seafood places. God, you do. And I, I'm a seafood addict, and I love it. I and know. also, one other thing. And uh, the lady just before me beat me to the punch. Who is that woman that sings your theme song? Oh, her name is Linda Chase. She's Whoa. A, she's a vocalist <laughs> from... Uh, this area, she lives in a, a suburban, one of the communities around Boston. And uh, she's per performs in various clubs and that kind of thing with a group called Linda's League. Although, hey, hey, Norm, why yeah. is she only known in Boston? I mean, th th that girl could go nationwide. She's wonderful. Yeah, she is, she is awfully good. I, I have seen her a few times in public appearances where, she, you know, she really could mm -hmm. sing a whole lot of things. And uh, she can sing just about anything, and she sings very, very well. Oh, God, she does. She's absolutely excellent. Yeah, she is good. She is I, good. I listen to the birthday game on the way home, but like I say, every time I, you know, I get out of work about two o'clock in the morning. By the time I get home, it's over, and I, I keep uh, trying to get in on it with you guys. And uh, you know, I guess I'll have to uh, try to make better well, timing. The only thing I can suggest is 
maybe I can turn you over to uh, Sid Whitaker, and he can take your name and the phone number. What if he? What if we called you like tomorrow Sunday? night? I'm not working at all. Oh, you know. Oh, then you call us earliest, just so we don't forget. Okay. okay can I do that? Yes. Like well, if I call you, like, uh, well, your time is the same as our time. Well, I go on. Yeah, you know, we're both in Eastern Eastern, uh, Eastern Standard, Standard Time. Yeah. You can call us uh, sometime after eleven. Just talk with the the producer, and you'll call we'll, me we'll, back. We'll be Sid. Yeah, he'll call you back, so you don't have to spend okay. the okay, spend great. the money for I, the I phone call. I just want to let you know again, Norm. We love you in Detroit. Thanks a lot, and, Jim. Uh, you know, it's so nice to talk to you, and uh, I love Boston. I've been there, you know, three or four times, and I think it's a fantastic city. I think, I wish I could say the same for Detroit, but I've never, no, no. <laughs> well, I, Detroit, no, well, well, never, we've had some I, hard times. No, 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 had, well, no, hold on a minute. I've never been there. I'm not insulting Detroit. No, no, no. I just no, have never been he, there. We've had one bad thing happen here. Yeah. We've had a Rodney King-type incident yeah. here in Detroit. Uh, involving two Detroit police officers that has uh, really, really put this city on edge. Um, oh, you've probably heard about it in Boston. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you have or not, whatever. But uh, it, uh, other than that, we're, we're all trying to get along real, real well. And, uh, you know, we can get across. One nice thing is that we can go right across to Windsor, Ontario, and have great Chinese food. Windsor, for some reason, Canada seems to have the best Oriental restaurants. No kidding. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but but it's great. Okay, because we've yeah. got some very good Oriental restaurants in the Boston, yeah, too. Yeah, well, you know, I, when I was in Boston, the only thing I can say about Boston, when I came there, I bought a new car the first time back in 1983, and i got to tell you, I didn't know where the heck I was going. <laughs> I couldn't find my way around. I wound up oh, in it's, the combat it's, zone. Oh, I got the heck out of there as fast as yeah, I could. Yeah, well, it, no, this is a tough city to find your way around. Yeah, into. and... And I wound up in an area uh, with a lot of Oriental restaurants. I guess you're Chinatown. Well, that's Chinatown, yes. And had Which a wonderful right, meal. Yeah, well, it's right off the combat zone. Except the combat zone hardly exists anymore. Almost it every, does. Every, every, the whole thing has been pretty much uh, turned over to, uh, uh, to to Chinese businesses and stuff. Yeah, so there's okay, very, well, very little left of it. Okay, the time I'm thinking, this is like 1983. Yeah, it was, a, it, was in pretty, it was in full swing at that time, but it's no longer like that. Yeah, but anyway, all I want to tell you is that uh, I love Boston, and uh, if I could do it and if I could afford it, I'd move there. Well, come visit anyway. Anytime I would. And listen, Norm, we love you, and you have a great night. And listen, tomorrow night, I want to get in on the birthday Okay, game. call early enough, and you'll do that. I'll call you. We'll look for you. Thanks, Norm. Okay, bye-bye, Jim. Bye-bye. The tax title must present actual advertised price for car and stock and say make metal equipment and 72 hours dealers. Subsidized six month payment to March 93. Discounts or rebates will offer. I can't afford that. Don't worry. How do I really know if I'm overpaying? Don't worry it's silver city ford hyundai coachman and silver city dodge toyota all new worry free double the difference guarantee there's no worry because if you find a lower advertised price anywhere silver city will pay you double the difference in cold hard cash new ford hyundai dodge it, toyota even new coachman rv all at the lowest prices anywhere guarantee or we'll pay you double the difference in cash with no down payment or you don't pay till spring of next year plus when we make a deal we'll pay off your trade no matter how much you owe the all-new worry-free double the difference guarantee now through monday only exclusively at silver city ford hyundai coachman at silver city dodge toyota route 44 Raynham. exits 13a and 13b off route 24 if you suffer from motion sickness listen to hazel dew of houston texas all my life i've had problems with motion sickness 
But if I was in the back seat of the car on a long trip, I would get so nauseated and so dizzy I couldn't walk. It was just terrible. It's time you discovered doctor-recommended Marazine. Marazine tablets take the sickness out of travel, help prevent that queasy, nauseous feeling, help treat the dizziness and sickness motion can cause. The minute I tried Marazine, I found relief, and I can travel, and I would not be without it. When I take that, my mind tells me I'm going to be all right, and I am. Marazine contains a medically proven ingredient no other leading motion sickness tablet has. And Marazine won't cause the marked drowsiness Dramamine may cause. Marazine. It's given me self-confidence to feel that I can travel alone and be secure and not feel that I'm going to be extremely sick or ill on an airplane all by myself. Marazine. M-A-R-E-Z-I-N-E. Marazine tablets take the sickness out of travel. Use only as directed. Available at CBS, today's neighborhood drugstore. Does your baby suffer from red, irritated diaper rash? It started as a, a, a little rash. It's just red and, like, prickly. But like a heat rash. I feel bad. Then Louise Fallon of Brooklyn, New York, discovered Baby Gold Bond medicated powder. Now, all I use is the Baby Gold Bond. I think it's the best powder that you could use. I don't use it just for rash. I use it every diaper change. Baby Gold Bond combines zinc oxide with the finest talcum powder to relieve baby's red, irritated skin and actually helps prevent diaper rash with ingredients medical experts recognize as both safe and effective, including a skin-protecting medication ordinary baby powders don't have. It helps the rash, and I use it as a preventative. It's like a, a shield that he doesn't stay wet. Really, he hardly gets rashes anymore. He loves Baby Gold Bond. Baby Gold Bond medicated powder does more for diaper rash than ordinary baby powders. Use only as directed. Available at all Walgreens stores. Okay, the uh, time is uh, 28 minutes after 4 o'clock. It's almost time for us to say goodbye. I feel just so darn bad about that. Because we're having just so darn much fun. Thank you. It's uh, coming up to about 29 minutes after 4 o'clock. Uh, tonight, I forget, yeah. uh, Tony, tonight we have... Uh, Ken Davis. With uh, Don't Know Much About History and Don't Know Much About Geography. Oh, yeah, those those great... We'll be giving away the paperback edition of Geography. Of the Geography book. Yeah, yeah. that uh, that has just come on paperback, and he'll that be will be studio. our prize. He'll be in, in studio. That'll mm -hmm. be nice. And he'll be on maybe a couple hours yes. with us, 11 to 1, something like yep. that. And uh, he'll have questions. On the, a lot of, a lot of, we get a lot of nice response on that. People like to take part in, in those kind of quizzes. And we'll have geography books by him, as you mentioned, Ken Davis, to give away. And then Sunday night. Sunday night? Is Peter Gammons, who is sometimes Norbert Twitchell. Yeah, this is not the sports writer, Peter Gammons. I didn't even know the one. Yeah. yeah. There's another Peter Gammons. And he, he does a... Uh, he was an insurance executive. And, he, and he's... Well, retired. And, uh, and now he's telling old Yankee stories. That's right. Some of those, you know, like a bird had, like Bert and I and all those wonderful albums, which I really love a great deal. Anyways, it is time to say goodbye. I think I said that already in behalf of Tony. Oh, I'm getting new instructions. Uh -oh. I keep going longer than I figured. Oh. Okay. Okay. Well, I can talk to Ed then. Why don't I talk to Ed as long as he's on the line? Ed, you're on WBZ. I was almost going to ignore you because I thought we had to go off the air now, but I guess we don't. But Ed probably went off the line. I think he's ignoring you. Are you ignoring me, Ed? Is he sleeping? Shh. Turn it up real loud. Okay, okay. We'll see. I'll turn up his volume real loud here. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. The wind is in the crooked trees. And it's sings. Do I hear him breathing? Okay. I don't think it's... Uh, 
I don't think it's uh, terribly interesting so far as radio entertainment is concerned. It wasn't some guy at the other end sleeping he wasn't. and breathing. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad that he's breathing. I'm, I'm, I'm he... not knocking that, but uh, <gasps> that isn't great radio entertainment. Just listening to do that. Anyway. Uh, we could do that for the next few minutes. We, we could just we breathe. Could do that. Yes, we could. Kind of and, relaxing. Hmm? Kind of relaxing. Kind of relaxing, yes. Anyway, it's been fun. Uh, it's been fun this past night. There was there were a couple other interesting items that that were on the uh, wire that I meant to tell you about before I go. Hold on a minute. I'm just saying I can find them. Oh, I love this part of the show. This is kind. Of, this when is you what, shuffle papers. Yeah, shuffle papers. I know this. I know. I know that is really nice. Okay. Uh, you wouldn't like that. That wasn't it. <laughs> no, that wasn't it. That was really stupid. That was it, uh, no, and let's see about this one. No, you wouldn't like it. You're like Letterman and Leno searching for that last one to get the crowd really cheering right at the end, that last good headline of that, and that last good I, supermarket find. I have a couple of lists here. Lists are always fun. The U.S. Census Bureau uh, named the 10 metropolitan areas with the highest ratio of unmarried men to 100 unmarried women. Virginia got that, didn't they? Jacksonville, North Carolina was on top. That's close. Right. And then... Uh, Killeen Temple, Texas, Fayetteville, North Carolina, Brazoria, all these funny named places, Texas, Lawton, Oklahoma, State College, Pennsylvania. Clark, hey, that's where the AccuWeather guys That's right, the AccuWeather's down there. They're all single. Elliot Abrams, obviously, is a very desirable. And uh, Clarksville, Tennessee, Anchorage, Alaska, Salinas, Seaside, Monterey, California, that area, and Bryan College Station, Texas. The areas for women... Fewest unmarried men per 100 unmarried women. Sarasota, Florida. Yeah, they're all like 905 down there, aren't they? No, Sarasota's further north. That's down around right. Miami, they're old. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember standing in line to go into a restaurant, and one guy said to me, it's worth waiting for, kid, because the food's good here. <laughs> I thought anybody calls me kid's going to be 3,000 years old. Uh, and then Bradenton, Florida, Altoona, Pennsylvania, Springfield, Illinois, Jackson, Tennessee, and the list goes on. Anyway, it is time to say goodbye. We're going to check on traffic. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay, I'm sorry. I just, I lost my place here. I got a chance to talk to the big guy once again, the uh, birthday boy, Jack Hart. Oh, thank you very much. WBC 24-Hour Traffic Network. And all of us here on the Teen Canteen want to wish you the very best. Oh, well. And as soon as we go off the air, we're going to sing a chorus of happy birthday to you. You won't hear it. Don't let anybody listening hear it. But uh, we'll, we'll, have, we'll know we did it. You did it in spirit. I'll feel we the vibration. You will, and you'll feel the, the kinship, the warmth, yes. and the vitality. And uh -huh. the resonance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, I will. All the way down here. Exactly. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, I wonder if you could tell us about traffic. or is there, If it's it's nothing worth talking about, I don't mind you skipping the whole thing. Oh, there's always something to talk about. Well, you always say that. and Because well, you know, there are no work crews, are there? Sure, absolutely. There are work crews. Always a work crew someplace. Always a bread truck in the fog. Always a bread truck in the fog. Oh, yes. Yeah. They're very so heavy fog. Bread truck in the fog. I, that was a French song. I remember yeah. Edith Piaf used to sing that. <laughs> Show me your bread. Yeah. Yeah. La truck de bread à la fog. Uh, that was called in French. Something like that. When? <laughs> okay, what is happening? Is, is fog really holding things up so terribly that we're all in peril? The fog is so thick, it's, it's, it's creating friction, and cars are having a tough time moving just because of the fog. <laughs> just about everywhere, it's moving about uh, eight, eight feet a minute.
<laughs> motorists do want to be careful there. It's also not doing too much for their visibility. They're having a tough time seeing. Drive with care as a result of that. We also have some work crews, believe it or not. Route 128 northbound from Route 20 in Waltham to Route 2 in Lexington. Left lanes shut down. Mass Pike eastbound. You can't see it, though, because of the fog. You can't see it because of the fog. <laughs> Just drive right through the barrels. On the last bike heading eastbound, we do have some work crews as you come out of Newton Corner, and there again, you won't be able to see them, nor will you be able to see work crews inside the Prudential Tunnel. However, work crews in the Sumner Tunnel, you'll be able to see the lights are on. I'm Jack Hart. Nobody's home. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Take care, Jack Hart. We are focused. We're late. Norm Nathan here. WBZ, Boston 435, kids. WBZ News Radio 1030, in cooperation with the Massachusetts Department of Food and Agriculture, presents BZ's Countryside with tips and facts for the homeowner, gardener, and farmer. Well, good morning, everyone. This is Warren Shepherd, your host in our country garden here on WBZ. You know, <clears throat> I have for many, many years, <clears throat> excuse me, I have for many, many years now been very excited every single week. And you know why? Not only because I, I have a family and a family that loves me and, and et cetera, et cetera, all those good things in life, but one of the things that I have done for the last 24 years on the Department of Food and Agriculture as part of my daily work is put together a countryside program for you folks. And it's, it's with somewhat of a heavy heart this morning that I have to make an announcement to you that I was really hoping I would never have to make, or at least it would be years down the road but that years down the road turned into this morning. And I do have to inform those of you who are regular listeners on Countryside this morning that you unfortunately won't be listening to Countryside anymore because of some circumstances in my work and what have you and uh, here at the studio. And so Countryside, unfortunately, as far as I'm concerned, I think for a lot of people is going to go off the air today. And I, I, I guess probably the best thing for me to do is to say thanks. Thank you so much for a zillion and one memories because over the years I think you and I or those of you who have listened to Countryside for any length of time know whether it's, it's my guest this morning, Hugh Weiberg or whoever it's been over the years that we've had a lot of fun. We've done everything from make Irish coffee here to, uh, to, to cooking eggs to, uh, to pumpkins, uh, horses, uh, uh, bean sprouts, you name it. We've done all kinds of horticultural and, and, and some fun things. And I hope that you've learned a lot in the process because I know I have. I go away from WBZ this morning knowing that I have just uh, um, 24 and a half years of wonderful memories. And I can only think maybe of one or two occasions when I didn't think things went that well. And I can only think of one or two people over the years of all the guests that I've had since that we've had here on Countryside since July 3rd of 1969 we've only had one or two people that i can say well i don't think they were very happy with countryside this morning you guess maybe i didn't ask the right questions or something uh or maybe they expected something different but i i do and i don't want to get emotional about it i simply want to let you know as our listeners here on countryside that uh, i thank you for your loyalty i thank you for your friendship and let me tell you i have received thousands and i mean thousands in fact on more than one occasion uh, uh hugh weiberg's friend and mine and yours dave maynard has been a little angry with countryside and you know why because on a few occasions i got more mail than he did 
In fact, I can remember on one occasion when uh, when Dave Maynard and I were in a, a floral contest at the New England Spring Flower Show, and I beat that pants off of Dave Maynard making a flower arrangement, and I don't think he ever forgave me for it. But anyway, we've had a lot of good uh, good years here at Countryside, and I'm hoping that uh, I know that at least what they told me this morning was that uh, your friend and mine, Norm Nathan, is going to be taking over this spot. So don't be shocked next week when you turn into Countryside, because it's going to be Norm Nathan and not Warren Shepard. So before I go any further, let me say thank you for a million memories and a million good times, and I just hope that uh, uh, the rest of your life is as good as I'm looking forward to mine. So... But anyway, we have a we do have a program for Countryside this morning, and, and as I said earlier, Hugh Weiberg is with us, and I, I want to talk with you as much as I can. I have a few things to bring bring to your attention, but <clears throat> I'll just bet for those of you who have listened to Countryside and heard Hugh Weiberg, you just think that we're going to be talking about pumpkins and gardening, but I got a surprise for you because this t- today we're going to talk about something entirely different. And I had no idea until recently that Hugh Weiberg was into this area of expertise. And I had no idea that he could write like this. Well, I knew his other book was going well. In fact, I understand it went into three, three, uh, uh, three printings. So I guess people like that book, too, on uh, vegetable gardening. But we're not going to talk about vegetable gardening. But I'll keep you in the dark for just a minute or two. Because I want you to... Uh, I want you to say thanks not only to, I guess, to me, if you care to, but you might want to say thanks to some of the Cider Taste Off winners. They had a contest back on October 5th at the Copley Square Farmer's Market in Boston. And um, there's, uh, here in eastern Massachusetts, I guess, as across Massachusetts and probably most of New England, there are cider meals all around. And this is a great time of the year to enjoy one of the fall items that farmers produce for you, among many others, other than things like cranberries and apples and what have you. But cider, if you're getting sick of, of, of milk or you're getting sick of juices or even water, can I tell you that if you haven't had a good glass of, of Massachusetts cider lately, you're missing something for a delicious treat. We think about it, I guess, at Halloween time, but uh, I know in my house, my wife brings home a half a gallon or a gallon every week for weeks on end here in the fall. And Warren Hills, well, I have to fight them for it, but we get to enjoy a lot of Massachusetts cider. And I want to say congratulations to the Cider Hill Farm in Amesbury for winning the first place contest in eastern Massachusetts. Uh, Phil's Apples in Harvard for central Massachusetts. And Pine Hill Orchards in Coleraine up in the Berkshire. So if any of you know about those cider places, you go over and get some. It's award-winning cider. Uh, I hope you had a chance to take in that Topsfield Fair because, uh, you know, last weekend was the uh, was the last weekend for the Topsfield Fair. There was a lot of great activities. I had a chance to go up a couple times and take a look at some of the, uh, uh, not only that uh, big giant pumpkin contest, and i got to ask you about that in a minute, but there was a lot of activity i mean a lot of activities and i have tried over the years to convince a lot of you to take in that topsfield fair and i guess you have because i think they had a pretty good attendance this year uh very quickly um don't forget about the old farmer's almanac we've been talking about that because uh that's one of those little publications that if, in, in my estimation is, is a terrific little book 
And it, it's, I don't know any other little almanac that's got as much information in it as that one does. Don't forget about the pick your own apple list or at least uh, go and pick some apples. We're talking about apples and cider this morning. You might want to uh, call the Department of Food and Agriculture because you can't call me here anymore. But you might want to call the Department of Food and Agriculture in Boston at 727-617, of course, 727-3018 will do it, 727-3018. I get it right yet. Um, and call them and tell them you want a copy of that uh, pick-your-own-apple list. Don't forget about places like the Massachusetts Horticultural Society and the Worcester County Horticultural Society at Tower Hill Garden. This is a great time to take it in. Uh, tune in next week for an all-new episode of Tony Nesflix's House of Corona. Closing the vault and leaving this world a little sillier than we found it. For the almost good-looking Norm Nathan person, I'm Tony Nesbitt.